0: Hey guys, it's Teresa.
1: And Kerrigan. And welcome back to Women Behind the Camera.
0: This week, we will be discussing Blade Runner by Ridley Scott. So
1: let's jump right into a little synopsis. In a futuristic society, Deckard is forced to come back to his old profession to hunt down four escaped replicants and retire them. These four replicants have returned to Earth from colonies on other planets. Deckard's story is complicated by forbidden love and obviously the challenge he faces of eliminating the replicants.
0: That's kind of like a a really slim overview of what we had to watch, I think. Um, yeah, like it encompasses the story, but there were also a lot of little sections that... There were subplots that yes. were like just super, super bizarre, and they don't really explain them super well, and you have to do a lot of inferring on your I own. I completely agree. All right, I'm just going to start off with what I liked about the movie. Go ahead. I liked the character development of replicants throughout the film. So, at the beginning, they're kind of just war machines, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of the movie, you see that, well, Roy, for instance, he has his whole, like... His whole quote at the end. About the tears and the rain and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And he even saves Deckard. So, he gets to live on forever, even though he dies, because... Deckard's memory will will keep him forever. And then we get to see Rachel, who is also a replicant, because the new Nexus versions of the, the replicants have memories embedded in mm-hmm. them, so it's more difficult to tell if they're replicants. I don't know. I just thought that that was interesting. Yeah. Um, I really
1: liked the fashion sense of it, and it's really interesting. The fashion sense in Blade Runner actually translated into real-world fashion, specifically... In 2018, Raph Simon uh, made a line where he actually referenced replicants in his work. And he made a shoe called the Replicant Oswego oh. with Adidas. And it kind of has a similar feel to like the clothing they wear in the movie. And a similar kind of color scheme, which is really interesting.
0: Very Crazy cool. how it
1: translated into the world of fashion as we know it now.
0: I think it's very interesting that you talk about color scheme with... Raf's designs because in the original blade runner well final cut which is the one that we watched Mm -hmm. um there's not a ton of color no it's very dark the movie's very kept dark which is like the lighting Mm -hmm. because it kind of feels like a post-apocalyptic world but the cover for 2049 was so bright Mm -hmm. like so i wonder if that movie is like a little bit more yeah but you also see like
1: I like how you see a little bit of contrast to that darkness in the Blade Runner that we watched. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes in, I'm thinking of Pris specifically. Yep. Um, Sometimes her makeup, she kind of has, like, brighter colors. I just remember a very vivid blue
0: eyeshadow
1: look and, like, contrasting against.
0: Well, even her hair Mm -hmm. and Roy's hair. Yeah. They've got, like, that icy bleach moment going, Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. There was some nice contrast. The soundtrack for me was also really good. I'm... I'm a sucker for a good soundtrack moment, Mm -hmm. so I, I don't know, I loved the music, I thought it was, it was good. Um, I like the symphony orchestra kind of, Mm -hmm. kind of vibe, so like the Star Wars stuff, Indiana Jones, which we will be watching next week! Yay! Um, So that's kind of cool. I feel like maybe we should get into what we didn't like now. I am gonna reference a little bit what you said earlier about
1: the... Plot lines that they yes. kind of don't discuss. Personally, something I didn't really like is how um, differentiating between the different storylines wasn't super clear. Like yep. we went from Deckard to and Rachel, and we quickly went right into Pris and Roy, or the oh the the toy guy. The toy guy. It was kind of confusing for me at first. I was like. Where did this character come from? They didn't really elaborate at all. They just jumped right into her storyline. And then it also, in between that, jumps into Roy as well. And when you first start watching it, you don't really know who these characters are. It's complicated. Like, you don't really know what's going on. And you have to wait until the end to really figure out
0: the full connection between them all. You know when he's hunting down the first... So you know basically two of the replicants. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the, the man who shot the um the other blade runner yes. you know that he's a replicant yes. because they had it on tape you know um the one mm-hmm. who was in the the clear plastic outfit yes um you know that she's a with replicant with the snake with the snake yes yeah um that was that was interesting but you know that she's a replicant but they didn't do a great job of introducing priss as a replicant mm-hmm. i agree i was like who is she yeah and why is she here?
1: I feel um, like they could have done better with those storylines
0: a little bit better. Oh, most definitely. My big thing that I didn't like was the weird Rachel moment between Deckard and Rachel when they're at his house, or his apartment. Um, I feel like Deckard was is super confused in that moment, because he doesn't know how to feel about Rachel, because she has real people feelings, and he has real people feelings, I guess, and <laughs> She just saved his life, which was weird, because you wouldn't think that she would go against her own kind or people by her shooting a replicant, but she does. And then they have that weird moment where he's like, kind (laughs) of, and I was like, Kiss me! Yeah, and I was like, whoa, okay. (laughs) So that was weird, and I didn't really enjoy that, because I just thought it was bizarre, and that he was, like, using Rachel for his own, own emotional benefit of, like, I'm trying to figure out where I am, so it doesn't Mm -hmm. really matter how you feel about the situation. Yeah. Um, So that was weird. A Um, forced. Yes, it was very forced, which was interesting. All right, let's move on. All right, let's go into what other people thought about the film. Round Tomatoes gave us a good 90%. Mm -hmm. uh, IMDb with an 8.1 out of 10, and Metacritic with an 84%. I feel like that's one of the
1: higher IMDb scores we've seen lately. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like Blade Runner... a lot of 7s from IMDb, so I'm kind of surprised to see an 8 thrown in there. I feel like IMDb
0: is more about, like, how audiences perceive the film rather mm-hmm. than critics. I don't know, but, like, just from the reviews we've gotten so far, I yeah. feel like it's, it might be more about, like, what regular people thought about it. Yeah. Because I know that this movie is, like... It's kind of like a cult classic, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. it has a very as a specific demographic of like mm-hmm. popularity, I guess. I think
1: I personally would agree with IMDb's more than Rotten Tomatoes. IMDb and Metacritic for sure. I don't think personally I liked the movie, but I think a 90% is just like a little too high for me.
0: Yeah, I think I think I'd probably go with Metacritic just because I got a lot out of watching the movie after I did more research about mm-hmm. it. So, watching the movie Cold, it didn't really give me a lot, but then after I kind of looked up more analysis and, like, mm-hmm. read about what people really start to think about it, I kind of understood more and appreciated Roy's character more, mm-hmm. because he kind of brings out this awakening in Deckard. Yeah. And... I appreciated the fact that the replicants existed. Like before, I was kind of like, "What? Yeah. Why?" Is and the this little important? symbols,
1: like the little um, what was it—a crane? Oh, when I first yeah. watched it, I didn't get that, and then I actually went through and watched the movie a second time, along with an analysis, and then I kind of could understand
0: that a little bit better.
1: Yeah, just kind of goes along with what I said about not telling the story as well as we wanted it to.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely one of those movies that you just have to, if you really want to know what's going on, you have to rewatch, you have to do your own research. Mm-hmm. It's not just, it's not like a very surface level movie. Mm-hmm. You can get enjoyment out of that surface level. You're not going to fully appreciate the movie unless unless you really delve deep into mm-hmm. that, that analysis side of things. And a couple awards, well... Actually, no awards. <laughs> it was nominated
1: for two, best production design and best visual effects, but won no Oscars that year.
0: Yeah, Sad. I mean, I can know. see, I
1: can see that. Yeah, like. it, I feel like compared to, I'm not quite sure what other movies it was up against, but just thinking about like the, if it was up against movies now, like let's say modernize it a little bit, I feel like. There are deeper movies with deeper storylines that could possibly win awards. I'm kind of surprised that it didn't win any kind of, like, costuming
0: or even, like, set design or something like that. I feel like it wasn't appreciated Mm -hmm. when it happened as it is now. Because, like, now we look back at Blade Runner and we're like, wow, this influenced fashion and this, this kind of, like created a, a genre or like really aided to the creation of this genre but during that time period i don't think anyone was really thinking that highly of it they were like mm-hmm. oh they, they, drew just, saw, from 40s they just saw how
1: avant-garde it was and they were like i'm not sure if i really want to vibe with this yes
0: exactly <laughs> yeah. all
1: right final thought time final thoughts time um the movie was all right <laughs> <laughs> i probably wouldn't watch it again i will say that Watching it now does make me eager to watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine.
0: I agree with you. Just to Matt. see
1: how the story continues and what they did similarly there, um, but I, I, it was all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I, I liked it on the first watch. Um, I definitely appreciated it more after I did more research, research. on it. Yeah. Um, so I kind of wish I had done that before i had watched the movie so Mm -hmm. that i kind of knew that i was going into watching it with a little bag of tricks um but i am excited to watch blade runner 2049 i will be doing that on my own time um so yeah i think i think it was a good movie i don't think it's the best movie i've ever watched in my entire life Mm -hmm. but i did really like it all right well thank
1: you for joining us this week And get ready for next week, where we will be reviewing
0: Raiders of the Lost Ark. Directed by Steven Spielberg.
1: Yay! Bye! Bye!